We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who is scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you. King Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 245 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Daraj Dolchahi, and my co-pilots this evening. The young, the restless, the man who thinks that Godzilla vs. Kong is the best film in the history of mankind, Mr. Carlos Buarguayo. Damn right. <laughs> the man I call Crunch Crunch, Mr. Les Gonzalez. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. The man I call, and everybody else calls, the king of all pods, Mr. Tom Chansky. How you doing, bud? I saved the best film of all time label for UHF. Ooh, which got a really bad Rotten Tomato score, I think. I think we were talking to Steele, and he said it's got a horrific Rotten Tomato score, which it does not deserve. It's a great movie. Exactly. Speaking of great things, the man is back from a historic gig that I want to hear about. I haven't heard anything about it, so I can't wait to hear about it. Mr. Eric Struthers, how you doing, my man? Man, I'm awesome and great. And in cannot that wait order. to hear the story about this gig. I'm very pumped up. But I'm also pumped up because we have a special guest that came in to the Sith Lair and is going to kill it tonight with us from that geek pod. Please say hi to Catherine Neen. How are you doing, Catherine? I'm doing great. How are you all doing? We are so excited that you're on. I know Eric um, said something before we recorded. Eric, you want to repeat what you said? Because I, I think it was spot on. I said that Catherine is just a ray of sunshine. And quite frankly, I'm just going to go on record <laughs> as saying that you are my favorite. You're pointing at me or Catherine? I'm pointing at Catherine. <laughs> oh, okay. He was <laughs> not pointing at Boo. I know that. I know he wasn't pointing at Boo. <laughs> How are you doing, Catherine? Yeah, I'm doing well. We're, um, I'm on school holidays at the moment, um, but that's only a few more days till I'm back. Yuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, here in Australia, we're coming into colder weather, but, um, you know, things are looking up. I've got the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, well, not so international this year, um, <laughs> coming to an end this week, but it's been great. Yeah. How is cold weather in Australia? What does that mean? Like, uh, comparatively to. Oh, look. We've got family friends who, mm -hmm. um, you know, they, when they were younger, they used to live here and he's brought his wife and his kids out. He came during our winter because, you know, he's Canadian. He's like, no, no, oh. their winter's lovely. Yes. Compared to Canadian oh. winters. Yeah. So, you know, so winter for here in Melbourne, the cold, cold days might be 10 degrees Celsius. I don't okay. know what that is. We use Celsius. 
Yeah, King Tom. Crack came <laughs> on it. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> What is t- what is? What is we just assume degrees? that King Tom's going to do the conversions. Well, I was going to go. Oh, yeah. Eric, well, it's about gonna go fifty Eric. degrees Fahrenheit. Degrees. Okay, 50. almost on the dot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not too bad. Fifty. I said King Tom because I know King Tom always talks about the weather and how, um, you know, upset he is that we say cold weather is thirty-five degrees or forty yeah, degrees you- here. Well, I think part of that too, though, is the weather gets to him first before it gets to any of us. That's true. Just that's it's true. very slight. Oh, I thought you meant because he was so tall. That's what I mean. Oh, yes. okay. It reaches him first, and that's why he's always telling us about yeah, it. His, got it. His head's got always it. in the clouds kind got of thing. It, got, yeah. it, got the joke. Got oh, late. boy. Got it. got it. It's going to be one of those, Catherine. I apologize. It's going to be one of those. The get-go. <laughs> all good. Yikes. But, Catherine, before we get into the whole shenanigans and all that stuff and what we've done, please let the listener know. Let them know about how great the Geek Pod podcast is. I know King Tom's been on um, recently. So uh, let our listeners, I think that our listeners will absolutely love it because we talk about the same stuff. Yeah. So I just sort of talk about um, geeky stuff with my friends who come on. Um, I don't have a very regular release schedule. Um, I've sort of left it a bit casual. I've tried to make it fortnightly. That's every two weeks. Um, But, uh, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's me and a guest sort of talking about things. So obviously every week past few weeks been talking Marvel or any um, Star Wars release. Like one week with Emily, we were just talking 90s television shows because oh. that's where our brains went to. Oh, see, I would love to talk about 90s television shows. Yeah. the cra- Just just very recently, uh, yesterday, I sent a message over to Eric. I was watching the Bengals, um, oh. the band, the Bengals. I was about to say, walk what, like an Egyptian, not the football team. Yeah. Um, walk like an Egyptian because my little boy Malik loves that song now and loves the video. And I was just like, I flashed back. To, I had some nostalgia slap me in the face and absolutely loved watching it five times with him. Um, <laughs> but I, that, that sounds brilliant. fantastic. Yeah. The only difference between us and, and, and your podcast is that you're podcasting with friends. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I love these guys. I but managed I- to mention Cassie and Andor every week. Oh. Like, so I'm wearing my Let Diego Luna Touch Yaba oh. um, sweatshirt. That is <laughs> rad. Well, that was going to be one of my questions to you. Um, I think you just answered it when we talk about Star Wars. I was going to ask you which which show are you most excited about, but we'll we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Um but guys, I'm going to put everything, all the information for that geek pod on our show notes. So click it. And then I'm going to add, also add them. They should be on our pod at four page if they're not already, if you're not already. So uh, we'll get the information just in case um, you aren't on there, but uh, can't wait to do this. So uh, definitely check the geek pod, that geek pod out. And um, let's uh, roll into the shenanigans real quick. Check us out on the sithlist.net where you can listen to the entire Sithless catalog. Also, you can look and watch King Tom, Les Gonzalez, and me break down the Falcon and Winter Soldier every episode. This last episode was insane. We're going to get to that in a second. Also, Les and I do reaction videos to not only that, but Mandalorian, Wanjin, and we're going to do Bad Batch. and Loki, it's going to be a busy, busy year this year. So check that out. Our pod at forward page with great podcasts like That Geek Pod, Canto by Dispatch, Force Toast, Pop Culture Hour, The Bad Motivators, 
who they're out of exile. They're back. So check them out. I'm going to miss them. I'm going to miss the, uh, the motivated Sith podcast network, but uh, it's all for good. And I, I do have to, I do but Eric. I got hit up by Warner with uh universal music group or whatever it was. I got hit up for two episodes. They took two episodes off of our podcast. So Did they're they? on, they're on me, dude. They're on me. Just out of spite. At episode mm-hmm. 52 and episode 168 or something, they... Oh, they, so you're being serious. I thought you were just saying no, they took they the yanked, two, they the yanked two episodes from me. But they, they didn't, but they didn't yeah. warn me about like banning me or taking anything off. They just said if I don't uh, respond to an email in five days, they just assume I complied and they're going to just take those episodes off. Right. So I said, go, go right ahead. It's not worth me going back. Who were the uh, artists or songs? I don't remember. I don't remember. But it was Sorry. UMG. It was UMG. Yeah. They're on a rampage then. Yeah, they're going off. Well, and here's the deal, man. I know I said this before. I'll say it again. It's it's funny. It's funny to joke about. But look, I can't I have nothing to be mad about. Right. I didn't own that content. And the only thing that frustrates me, I mentioned this before, is Podbean's handling of it. Mm -hmm. I went over and above to comply. And uh, but regardless, it's all fine. I I cannot be even remotely angry about umg's stance on it or anything yeah I, I wasn't upset i was like hey just as long as you don't ban me or make me take every single song out as of right, right now. so if you've listened to the last couple episodes you've noticed that i'm trying to put cover songs on now you know i, mm-hmm. I did a t- i did a taylor swift cover of another song as a tribute to eric and the bad motivators a couple weeks ago and and i, I don't think they found out so. I haven't. Li- it was it last week's episode. I think it was a week before. Huh. Well, I have to go check that out. I'm yeah. I'm ab- I'm about halfway into last week's episode. I'm glad you guys enjoyed ripping on me. I deserved <laughs> it. Though, that was I all did. King Tom. That was all King Tom. <laughs> I did. Uh, but let's I'm, let's I'm, uh, yeah. let's jump. I'm sorry, in I had to miss, man. That hey, was, no, I, we I we definitely you missed you, buddy. We definitely missed you. It's a it's a different dynamic when you're not here. It's just it's better. The box office. <laughs> let's get into it. Godzilla versus Kong. Boo, you're excited. I can see it in your face. Did you go see it again? No, but I've watched it on uh, HBO Max. Oh, so you've double dipped. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, it made $13.9 million. You notice the numbers are keep going up. Yay. Nobody, $2.6 million. The Unholy, $2.4 million. Raya and the Last Dragon, another $2 million. So it's been consistent. And then Voyager's one point four. So this brings Godzilla and King Kong versus King Kong to $350 million worldwide. That's hmm. the top grossing film of the pandemic era. So you should be proud, boo. I, I have spearheaded this campaign. You really have. Really single-handedly. Have. So you've had a week to, you've seen it twice. Yes. You still feel the same way. Absolutely. This is one of the best films you've ever seen. Because that's what it was said last week. Yeah. Yeah. The top five movie experience is probably top 10 movie. Yeah. Catherine almost just walked out of her room. <laughs> Catherine, have you seen this yet? No, no, Aww. it's only out at the cinemas here. And um, yeah, I've been too busy. Right. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Well, it's out in cinemas here. And the only reason I've seen it is because it's out on HBO Max here too. So, um, less this is your second week digesting Kong versus Godzilla. Are you still thinking that it's, you had, it's a great film? I don't think I said it was a great film. You didn't? 
I don't you think didn't. I did. Oh, okay. Because I remember sitting next to you and you said, <laughs> I cannot wait for you to watch this film. I remember those words that, that came out. That doesn't mean it's a great film. It just means I cannot wait for you to watch the film. <laughs> How dare you? This, that's, what, this, that's the problem, but he gave he raised my expectations. Oh. And then, you know. I, I know that about did. bad movies. This is how his wedding vows are going to go. Ah, I don't think wow. I said forever. <laughs> oh. Yikes. Okay. Uh, well, this, th- this throws us into what we've watched. Did anybody watch anything? Catherine, I'm going to go to you. Are, what are you. Catherine, what are you watching right now? Are you watching anything? Are you into anything right now? Uh, train videos. Um, <laughs> you watch the train videos? Oh, yeah. Oh. I like deep dived on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> So I finished off last season of Bosch, which is on Amazon. Right. There's new ones yeah. coming soon. Um, just trying to think. Uh, and the, and the I, guy that's in Bosch is the yeah. guy, a great actor, and he was also in Mandalorian, correct? Yes. Yes. So he's the man in black in, on Lost. Lost, that's right. And, yeah, in The Mandalorian, he was the Imperial who um, bit down and had the electric teeth. Right. So everyone else was freaking out about, um, you know, all the Mandalorians in that episode. I was freaking out about Bosch. Mm. So he's a great actor. Yeah, he's a great yeah. actor. I've heard great things about Bosch, by the way. His so, name is Titus Welliver. Titus yes. Welliver. What a great yeah. name. Okay, cool. So Bosch, it is. Anybody else? King Tom, you been watching anything other than The Simpsons with my kids? Not really. Okay, I've been watching paint dry because we're. Trying to fix up our house. I'm literally watching. Literally. Watching literally. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, uh, I started. Oh, yeah, oh, go sorry, ahead, go ahead. Let's no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I started a HBO series called The Nevers. Oh, I saw a commercial for that today. Yeah. How is it? Uh, it'll get, I think it'll get better. I like the different elements. There's a steampunk element to it. There's oh. a, you know, it's like Victorian era kind of. Okay. Got a Van Helsing kind of like feel. I think it was created by Joss Whedon. So for whatever that's worth, uh, he kind of added some sci-fi elements also into this. So it's pretty, it's, it's interesting. I'm not going to say anything else, but it's, uh, it's a new okay. Sunday night programming. So HBO has a lot of, uh, for them to put it on Sunday nights, you know how HBO yeah, is. That's, about yeah, they're banking nights. a lot on it. So, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah, members. exactly. Uh, Eric, how about you? Anything? Um, I watched Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, at a boy. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, really dug it. I okay. basically, man, all the stuff you said was just right, right down the middle. As far as the 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 people were a throwaway, right? And it was, it was. I was like, what was the point? You, you That's really. Right. It was. It wasn't just that they were a throwaway. You completely wasted like having Millie Bobby Brown. Look, yeah. I get it, but you should have mm-hmm. done something with her versus That's nothing. Insane. That. That side plot was so stupid. It was so bad. Uh, and it didn't do anything for the story. The only thing I thought was great about the people in the thing was the one guy's daughter when she's in the ship and it gets just casually destroyed. <laughs> it just gets wrecked. <laughs> but um, for me, <laughs> the little girl and the little girl was great. The little girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was fantastic. But 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 yeah, I mean, she was like just heartbreakingly precious. Yes. She was it, um, the. uh I will say this though, man, like whenever you see the scenes where Kong is, is shackled to that big barge, the big platform, it makes you feel crappy because you realize that regardless of their intelligence and their sentience, animals are regarded as 
property regardless of their status. And that's, and you know, and let's face it, that's anybody, anybody in a position of power can very easily regard any thing or one in that same light right. that they deem to be beneath them. You know what I mean? Okay. But anyway, that's just a little side trip there. Visually great. Uh, CGI was perfect. I mean, considering perfect. what it perfect. is. Um, yeah. Some of the physics were a bit of a stretch. I mean, right. I'm no, mm-hmm. I'm no astrophysicist or advanced physicist, but I'm pretty hip on physics. And that was a, that was something, but I'm glad I watched it. Also, dug into the Snyder Cut. I only was able to get like halfway into it because not because I didn't want to finish it, but right. because my kids were walking in the door. Right. Dude, man, it's so much better. It's it so, much, so better. much better. <laughs> yeah. And um, it is so much better. But anyway, yeah, that's that's been about. Oh, you know what I did do? My wife. Here's a sweet little story for you. Her birthday was yesterday and she hasn't wanted to celebrate it for the last few years because her dad passed away on her birthday. Oh, and Aww. well, I mean, technically it was the day after her birthday at like 12.02 AM. Yeah. Close yeah. enough. Yeah. But, <laughs> and she decided that this year she was ready to do it. And dude, you want to hear something sweet, man? My little boy, he's six. Amanda had said she thought she might be ready to celebrate. And he said, mommy, I'm glad you're facing your fears. Oh, oh my gosh, dude. So, she loves Parks and Rec, and it's not been, obviously, on oh, Netflix anymore. Right. And I was like, I will be damned if we subscribe to the Peacock <laughs> for that. <laughs> so, I bought all seven seasons of it on oh, Amazon well, uh, nice. Instant Video for And so, we've obviously been watching quite a bit of that since Monday nights when we celebrated her birthday. I'll be oh, damned. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, That's great. Well, talk to us. I, I mean, I totally skipped over this, but talk to us about the gig. I, I, I want to know about this. Well, so... Just okay. My whole life, I've been playing music, right? And it's, I've always been into rock and roll and that sort of thing. Like, I play in a hard rock band and all this. And so, this deal was, um, I got picked up from a, the drummer who does that. I did the country thing with, right? Mm-hmm. And all those dudes are <clears throat> like, um, they're like, <sighs> They're like more like jazz and R and B guys who happen to be playing country. You know, they all grew up in in like the black church, and okay. the the dudes who play that style of music have like chops for days, man. It's like they they understand rhythm better than it. It's mind boggling. Well, anyway, blah blah blah. I'm super nervous going in, and we had our rehearsal Wednesday night, and dude, once like I got into it and met the guys. I felt a lot better, but I was still nervous. I felt like I was out of element and there's mm-hmm. part of me that worried that they were going to be like, yeah, you're, you're, this isn't going to work out, but it went good. Thursday night, we rehearsed at the venue itself and then showed up for the gig on Friday. And man, um, so I've never done music like this. And, uh, like we did a couple of like what I would consider pretty, um, like standard, fusiony jazz like bebop style songs we did the chicken by uh it's a jaco pastorius song okay. if you're familiar with it and then we also did um spain by chick korea oh yeah yeah, yeah. i know that one and i was petrified of that <laughs> yeah i can imagine dude it's like they took off royals by lord oh. off the set and put in spain by chick korea oh. it's like it's like what did you do oh well i took um 
I, I took Uno out of the game list and brought in chess instead. Right, right, right. <laughs> those deals. But dude, we we played the gig and like atmosphere was totally different than anything I've ever done. Like in with these cats, man, instead of like being on stage playing out at the people, you're set up and it's more about you playing with each other and, and like enjoying each other, each other's playing. And I don't know. They they were super supportive. The crowd was like over the top in my corner. And dude, we did Spain. You've seen the movie Soul, right? Yeah. 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 That happened to me for real. I am oh, not joking. Wow. For real. Like at one point, man, it's just like everything went like I'm not trying to be weird and I'm not trying to be over dramatic. No, dude, I get it. It was like it changed my life, man. Oh. I'm like, I didn't know. I, I I realized it, it was like in an instant, I'm watching it happen from my own point of view, from my own perspective. It's not like I'm out of my body, but it's almost like I'm doing nothing except just letting it happen. Oh my and God. it was like magic. And I, it's one of those things where that song was our last song, Spain, before the break, right? Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I cannot, what? And you always think, you know, it's like, you may have seen that episode of Family Guy where Peter and Lois start the band and they have this whole mm-hmm. vision of them, what they're doing, but then you find out <laughs> it's really them high as a kite going, nah, nah. I'm like, what if it was like that? You know, to me, it felt like this dude, I went upstairs to the, the, the mezzanine where my buddy Lucas was sitting and uh, he, he let me sit down in his seat and I'm talking to them and I'm like, what'd you think? You know, and he said, I wish I would have. I wish I would have videoed that. Ah, I'm like, he he said it it was, it was good. And dude, it, I have not been able to talk about it without getting weepy. It was like magic. Dude, that is, that is me. I always wonder how it feels to be a musician and a a great musician and, and to be lost. Like you were just lost. Like you just said you were lost in it. I always go, God, I wish. I had a talent like that <laughs> that I could just like just be lost in. That's, it was uh, that's amazing. it was amazing. That's and so I mean, cool. I'm I'm telling you, it's like that's a thing that you could get in real trouble trying to chase. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And, exactly. and I see but saying, dude, yeah. and and here's something that's really crazy, man. And for the people who've listened to me talk about this on the motivators, I'm you know, I'm sorry if I'm boring you into tears, but <laughs> um. One thing that was very interesting to me from an observational standpoint is these cats are like upper echelon players in my mind. You know what I mean? They've got their perception of me and what I brought to the table was a hundred percent different than what I perceived for my own self. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that is extremely common. And unfortunately, sometimes it's the, in the bad way, you got some noisy butthole who is thinks the world revolves around them when it doesn't. But then it's like people who just sell themselves short constantly. Right. Right. You know, and don't, don't perceive the value that they bring to the universe for lack of a better way of putting it, man, because it turned out that they were like, they were like way into me and expect, you know, ask me specifically to do this for, I don't know, like, um, strengths i didn't see in myself i guess or didn't right. see as valuable yeah and you went out on a limb to do it yeah. there's a lot of people that just don't 
mm-hmm. try something like that. It was it was great. Fantastic. Man. It dude, was awesome, great. Man. I'm dying to find video of Spain. Right. Um, I, I, should, I sent you the video of us doing the chicken, right? The guitar solo I took in it. No, not me. Oh, well, hold on. I, yeah. I have it right <laughs> yeah. here if we want to yeah. listen to it real yeah. quick. All right, let's let's listen to Eric rock out. A, well, actually, jazz out a little bit. Here we go. That was dude. sweet. Dude. That's that awesome. Is awesome. It was pretty hip, man. I'm so glad that we have technology where we can just instantly play a video like that without any like trouble, too. That's that was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. You you know, I am I am not exaggerating. So in the song Spain that I was talking about, I'm I played what was probably like my best improvised guitar solo in my life. Oh God, in ever, in my life ever. Oh, during it yeah that it was, is so cool it was something man well well done dude i'm glad you had yeah. that experience that is so cool and thank you for sharing that was uh yeah. that was special thank um, you i think it's time for uh us to talk a little star wars kylo get us uh get us a little star wars it's time for eric's star wars report well lads okay there is something that I think all of us this I'm skipping one thing and going to another thing. Galaxy's Edge, a oh. real lightsaber. Right. Okay. Now, real should be in quotes because like it can't cut through anything. I don't know that you could uh, you know, go go through a uh, blast door with it and that sort of thing, but it's an actual extends and retracts or at least gives the appearance of doing it. And uh, looks real. Okay. Now, there's been a couple things. One was a patent that, that I guess, Disney applied for that is, it almost sounded like it only works in this particular space. And it's like incredibly fast um, motion tracking where it's basically um, like coming from the ceiling Hmm. to the hilt, you know, as an anchor point, you know what I mean? And so it would probably require like a lot of fog to, to make the light effects work and that sort of thing. But that seems like it would be very difficult. I mean, it would, it would be like the volume except backwards. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. The video lightsabers are rad and one of the best things about them is that when the blade comes out yeah it's cool when it's lit but when it ignites that's like the holy grail and if they can get it to where you know i started building sabers like the one we that we put together for steel oh it has the extension and retraction effect but the blade is a constant so in the dark it looks 
amazing. Right. You know, because it lights from bottom to top and then extinguishes in the opposite way. But for it to physically extend a thing, that would be epic. That would be crazy. Catherine, have you been to Galaxy's Edge when at all? I know you're in Australia, but you haven't been. Okay. And that was on the list. That was on the list, the celebration list. I and- bought the five-day pass to Disneyland and the Disneyland Hotel. Oh. Like three nights there. My heart oh. just hurts for you. But that but does that mean that you will be coming in 2022? I'm just planning on going back to the travel agent and just say, look, rebook. Oh, everything very again. nice. Fantastic. Very nice. Fantastic. And maybe you'll get to wield a lightsaber. Yes. A Watch out. Set. Watch out. <laughs> Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Look, I have this memory of when I was in year 12, so that's senior year, we have a pracking physics called the chocolate prack uh, where you have a bar of chocolate set up and you swing weight at it, see how much force it would take to break it. Once it was broken, you could eat the chocolate. I got very hyper and got the meter ruler and was running around the classroom playing with it like a lightsaber. <laughs> Good for you. That's awesome. Now, what we'll what price would you be willing to pay for something like this? No, because mind you, we don't know if this is something you can take home. It right. may just work in a place. In Good a question. Facility. Good question. But just to wield you, it. Just to wield it. Well, I mean, yeah, but like, I mean, I'm talking about if it was something that you can physically walk around with and take oh, home. Oh. What price point would you be willing to? So we're assuming the hilt itself looks like one-to-one movie replica. Okay, let me ask you this before Catherine answers that question. How much is something like what you make a really nice one cost? Because some of the listeners don't know how much, where, what the value is to begin with. Struthers is, Struthers is trying to see his price range right now. <laughs> yep. He's trying to fix his store right now. He's like, oh shit, Disney's got him coming in there. Those <laughs> bastards. Um, Versus the, Taylor Swift, that's Disney. Yeah. <laughs> They're all coming after him. Yeah. Yep. All of his hustles. Yeah. Um, so like a really nice one uh that's that's got the whole like scrolling effect with the blade and all that. It's like seven hundred bucks. Okay. You know, um it, you can get by with a little bit less, but for something really good, and then it only goes up from there. Okay. Okay, now that we have that, Catherine, mm-hmm. what would you pay? For a lightsaber that actually, I guess, lights up and is not a constant like tube. I don't know. Like, it'd be pretty damn special, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, it would be so cool. it's one of those, yep, got to do it. Just close your eyes and hand over the credit card on this <laughs> yeah. situation. Right. Uh, it's, if there's one thing that 2020 has taught me is that, you just take opportunities when that when they're offered to you because you never know when things could change dramatically so or true. you're not able to do it again. You just just do it. What's I? It's easy to say, but if you have the means, do it because you'll regret regret. Catherine, you're absolutely right. I think that's why Boo went. We'll go watch King Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, was, he thought maybe it wasn't going to happen. And well, yeah, no, it had been running away from me for so damn long. <laughs> no, but you're right, Catherine. You're absolutely right. I mean, if you have an opportunity to get it, you have the extra funds, and your wife or your your husband or or, or whatnot won't kill you uh, with the actual lightsaber. With the actual lightsaber, definitely 
it, w- it would be something that you'd have to, to get, I guess. I mean, if you could somewhat afford it. See, see, that's the interesting thing, though, is that I've seen I've seen a couple of Struthers lightsabers and mm. the quality chop notch. Oh, it's beautiful. Much better than you will get anywhere else. And, it, and at, at Galaxy's Edge. That was be my next point. Yeah. So with the quality you get out of that for $700, I've held it. I've seen it. I'm like, this thing is incredible. I'm not sure how much more Disney could get out of it because they're going to do it for a profit margin. There's going to be some plastics, mm-hmm. there's going to be some mm-hmm. some reused sounds, you know, things like that. Some buttons, you know, when I shake it, it's gonna gonna wiggle a little bit. You know, I'm gonna feel some pieces, some components inside. So if it's because it's got to be what what is you, know, you build your own lightsaber at Galaxy Edge is like 200 bucks, right? Yeah, right off the top. Yeah. No, and that's probably just like the basic thing, right? So it probably goes up from there. I I don't know how much better they could make that for a decent profit margin. I even with the the extension and all that, I still think I'd rather have Struthers lights. Well, I would rather have Struthers lights here, but that extension thing is a, like Eric said, it's a game changer, dude. If you could see that thing just light up, oh, I mean that's ridiculous. You know. I'm tr- I'm trying to imagine like what it would feel like emotionally. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, that's one of those things. World. Where if I held it in my hand and I watched it happen, I I wouldn't be able to do anything just except smile at it like an idiot. <laughs> it's, like it, it's like walking in, walking up to the, the Falcon at Galaxy's Edge. Boo, you know how that felt. Oh, yeah. It is literally I, an emotional moment. I just got moment. chills. Yeah. I, I almost started crying. I got chills. I was like, holy like, shit. I, I started shaking and mm. I was just had the huge, huge smile. And it brought me back to like when I was a kid playing with this damn thing in my backyard and yeah. Oh, I was just, and I, so I can't imagine wielding a, oh. I, I'd want mine to be red though. Okay. So that's pretty neat, right? <laughs> we have a thing and we, I think, did we talk about this when it was first announced? It's a comic called The Hunt for Han Solo. I don't think And it is, uh, wh- how many issues is this going to be, King Tom? Do you know? No. Uh, you mean the, the bounty, it's the, be- the bounty hunter arc? Yes. Yeah. The bounty yeah, hunter Yeah. Uh, it's, it's going a few months spanning all of the Marvel Star Wars titles, and it's going to have a few bookend special issues. I'm excited about this, and I have a yeah. synopsis. Eric, do you have the synopsis at all? I don't. Go ahead and let, read it to us. All right. Set between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, War of the Bounty Hunters chronicles Boba Fett's struggle to deliver the frozen in carbonite Han Solo to his employer, Jabba the Hutt. Charles Soule expresses reasons for creating the story. Boba Fett clearly doesn't take Han Solo directly to Jabba's palace. Something had to happen between Empire and Jedi. That event will be revealed in May, but cover art for the various issues has been released now, and they tell the readers exactly who will be hunting on Solo. And I have some of the pictures. You know, our listeners can't see this, but I wanted you guys' takes on this. This is uh this is my girl right now because I've been w- listening to her radio drama um, when I go on drives with Malik and I'm absolutely loving it. It's getting better and better each chapter. Um, this is uh, Afra, Doctor Afra, who she is just becoming one of my favorite characters in Star Wars. She is so rad. Um, and then obviously we have uh, someone we know here, which is uh, Princess Leia. Claire Stribling. That's who that actually looks like. We have Claire Stribling here. Um, She she would actually love that compliment there. And then this dude. King Tom, do you know who this guy is? This is Terminator. um, That's Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Holy shit, this is T-1000. It's either the Terminator or Cable. 
The character's uh, name uh, is Val- Valance, uh, and he was a bounty hunter created for the original Marvel Star Wars run. So he probably, I think it was published before The Empire Strikes Back. Um, right. And that's him kind of over Boba Fett's right shoulder there. Um, right. So he dates back 40 years, the design, wow. the idea, the character. And he was in a handful of issues of the original Marvel Star Wars run back in the 70s and 80s. And I don't Love think that. they used him since, but a few years ago, they reincorporated him into the new canon of the comics. And the idea was he was an Imperial cadet around the same time Han Solo was. They knew each other and he crashed his TIE fighter and Han went on a mission to rescue him. Uh, but he ended up being too injured to serve in the Imperial Academy. So he got like the cyborg implants and he serves as a bounty hunter on both sides of the law. That is cool. He, he also looks like uh, Kano for Mortal Kombat. Yes, and then, uh, that's another one. And then the uh, the Superman bad guy who's got the the Krypton. He's a robot. And he's got the Krypton as, as his energy source in his chest. What's his name? Ah, oh, come on, guys! You're failing me here. <laughs> you read comic books here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is this is why the wind tells us to go fuck ourselves on a regular. Wait, basis. say it again. Say it again, boo. The, Zod, the Superman Zod. bad guy. Uh, what is it? he's a robot? He's a robot, but he's oh, Metallo. Metallo. Thank Metallo. you. Those Metallo. are the vibes I'm getting. Kano and Metallo, Terminator. <laughs> Got it. Got it. <laughs> Captain, you you excited about this? Are you into the uh, the comic? This is a comic book run, right? At yeah, the comic, yeah. Yeah. Are you into the comics at all? I tried. Yeah, so I tried I. really hard, but it it just it didn't grab me. It was too short. And yes, everyone picking up lightsabers. Um, you know, like with this story, it's really wedging in a lot of adventuring. I, I don't know. No, sorry. Yeah, no, no it's okay. Sorry. It's okay. You read the books though at all or you listen to the audiobooks? Oh, yeah, I read all the books. Okay. Um, sorry, not Alphabet Squadron, but yeah, I've been yeah, loving the High Republic, so I'm really getting into that. I'm looking for when they release the trade paperbacks of the High Republic comics because there's a bit more in there right. rather than just one issue of a comic. Right, so right, right, I'm right. enjoying that. Okay. Have you listened to the Afro radio drama? No, I am so happy that King Tom suggested this to me. I am really enjoying it, and having the characters from the original trilogy and the backstory of—I don't want to spoil it for people. I guess I'm not spoiling it. Having the backstory of Darth Vader trying to find Luke Skywalker. This is way before Empire even was was going down. That's the whole backstory of this whole thing. It's so cool, man. It's and having the bounty hunters in it with Doctor Afra, and I just hope I get to see a live action Afra one day. I highly recommend it. Speaking, let's just jump right into that. Speaking of the books right. and the High Republic. So, uh, StarWars.com, they dropped a big list of the next wave of the High Republic stories. And I mean, this includes uh, like several things. For example, uh, comic book series. That the, the cover that they show on the site is pretty rad. It's a, a Rancor. With a Jedi riding it, oh yeah, I saw that in a pretty victorious fashion. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that's pretty cool. They show uh, a cover for an issue of Star Wars Insider, and uh, just a piece of advice: don't buy those; they're not worth the money. <laughs> but <laughs> that's just me. Uh, 
Have you ever really looked into some of those? Sometimes the actual clarity of the print is poor. Oh, no. On the inside. Like, it's not, it's, it's not particularly great. But you know what? It's a Star Wars magazine that you can sometimes find in the store. So there you go. But, uh, you know, it, it, it shows a lot of stuff. Gavin Scott's book. And I, man, I'm still reading Into the Dark. It's a great book. And it's not the book's fault that I haven't finished it. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, great thing, man. An all ages comic. There's, um, like a YA novel by Justina Ireland that I bet will be pretty rad. The cover itself looks great too, man. I'll tell you one thing that Star Wars has really been nailing is like people with just amazing hair. Yeah. It started with Emphis Nest. Well, it really, it started with Qui-Gon Jinn. Started with Eric Struthers. Oh, well, thank you so much. But, uh, but yeah, it, it, there's just some really cool stuff coming up. Um, what's an eight by eight storybook? Um, it's one of those, I like it's a kid's book. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one they did, f- I'm pretty sure that's what it is. They did one for the first, um, bit of the high Republic for focusing on Buriaga and the, the disaster and how ha- his role in, realizing that there were people in these bits flying mm-hmm. through the system and the art was really cool. There were stickers, which I liked kids. Liked oh, that's too, cool. But, but I kept the stickers, uh, but yeah, they're, they're like kids storybooks. That's neat. And, uh, there's a manga. I, I, dude, all of this looks great. And it's one thing that on the motivators, we've all found that like our, um, the pressing need to buy every collectible has waned quite a bit. <laughs> right. And, um, but man, like these books, these stories, to me, that's very exciting. And I suspect that if anything's going to pull me into the comics, if it's, if that bounty hunter thing's not going to do it, this very well may. Yeah. And I enjoy the comics. Don't get me wrong. It's just, to me, it's an expensive habit to get into. You know, on, really honestly, the best way to d- deal with it, especially if you're on a budget, uh, and if you don't mind waiting three months, is to just sign up for Marvel Unlimited. I think it's like $10 a month, and it has, I think, 90% of all of Marvel's back catalog. Um, they have all of the Star Wars stuff, Dark Horse, and Marvel, and then once something hits three months old, then they put it on the service and it doesn't go away. So you can read, you, you can read all the Afra series. You can read pretty much anything, star Wars and most of Marvel superhero stuff too. That's cool. That uh, cool. Anybody who has Amazon prime there in, uh, and, or like with a Kindle. Okay. In prime reading for the Kindle, there is uh, a huge stack of stuff that's free and the Afra uh, trade paperbacks are in oh. there. That's cool. a good idea too. Okay. And that yeah, that's how I ended up reading them because, and it's great, man. It's free. And what well, I mean, th- what do you think about them? Free with subscription. We are, we, <laughs> right. we had a whole, we had a whole rant about that. Yeah. Right. It's not free if it's a subscription. <laughs> right. Exactly. What do you think dude, about the after stuff? I loved them. Uh, the murder droids got on my nerves after a bit. Yeah. They're getting on my nerves right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was, I think she is a very interesting character. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a cool way to see Vader. 
one of the things that annoyed me so much about those murder droids was his tolerance for that. Yeah. It's yeah. like he, the, the you know, I don't think he would have put up with that, but what do I know? The voice actor in the radio drama is pretty good, man. I remember we talked about this a couple episodes ago that I, every time I hear a Vader that's not James Earl Jones, I cringe. This one's not bad. It doesn't make me cringe, which is uh, pretty, pretty impressive. That's so, saying quite a bit, yeah. Yeah, not bad at all. But anyway, I don't really know of anything else shaken down in Star Wars okay. except waiting for the Bad Batch. Right. We're very excited about the Bad Batch because here, here's a cool thing. Les hasn't watched the Clone Wars very much, so he's not like doesn't know a lot about the Clone Wars, but we are doing the reactions and breakdowns for the Bad Batch. But Corey has done this whole cool arc uh, for and, and a bunch of episodes that Les should watch. So Les is going to have a whole a studying session. I got homework. Somebody got a lot of curated homework. some homework for me to do. So, so. Thank you, Mr. Van Dyke. Uh, that's going to be huge. And Corey's very excited for Les to watch. That's cool, uh, man. Yeah, he's, you know, you know, Corey, this is his second most anticipated thing. I, I told him last night, we were with him. I said, I'm surprised it's not your first thing that you're most excited about. <laughs> but that's a good segue. Catherine, what is the show that you are so excited about? Andor. <laughs> Without <laughs> <Okay>. a question. <laughs> King Tom. Just sitting back there waiting for me to gush. No, I, I'm with you. I'm, yeah, I'm super hyped for it because obviously there was no way we were expecting more Cassian Andor content a few years ago. And yet Bobby I hooked into my brain and thought, what would Catherine want? Catherine would want Cassian Andor show. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm so excited for it. Um, so is that because fine. is that because you love the character or is that because you love Diego? Oh, a little bit of A, a little, little bit of B. Okay. okay, okay. So you're a big yeah, dirty dancing Havana Knights fan. Oh. <laughs> Which people don't realize that's actually a prequel to yeah. the Cassie yes. Andor show. It is. Yep. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Look, if Cassie and Andor dances at some point through this series, you're gonna hear my head explode from all the way around the world because <laughs> I'll I'll be beside myself. But um I've I've thought of a way he can do it in that the Imperials they're gonna have a ball and ah. so he has to infiltrate the ball and he has to dance. If you're at a ball you have to dance. Well those Imperial they? balls they get crazy. Yeah. It sounds like alias or, uh, or true lies. Or yeah. True, yeah. Uh, either way would you be complaining? No, just wait till Cassian has to do it more Ducemont. I'm, I'm one excited one. about Cassian too. I'm pumped up. Yeah, I love Diego Luna. So obviously, you've watched the Narco series, right? I'm working my way through it because okay. because obviously with the subtitles, it's something wow. I I have to yeah. be able to sit there and concentrate yeah. fully on. It is it is tough. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, but yeah, he's, not, he is fantastic yeah. in it. He's so good in it. Oh, yeah, and he's he's fantastic. And yeah. uh, Pedro Pascal is fantastic in it. We forget that Pedro Pascal was in the first season of Narcos, right? First two seasons? Two seasons, yeah. Two seasons the, of Narcos, uh, yeah. The uh, Pablo Escobar season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I cannot wait for Andor as well. I'm, I'm very excited. Kenobi is what the one I'm most excited about, but Andor, I love Rogue One. I, Rogue One is probably the, my favorite sequel trilogy era film out there. When it was on the other day on, on uh, TBS, right, Boo? We were watching it back and forth. 
Yeah, TNT. TV we were flipping. Thing, we were yeah. flipping between uh, Man of Steel and Rogue One on the commercials. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, was good it was. It was great family time yeah. having that on TV yeah. back and forth. Right. And then yeah, and then some of the family members go, "Superman's in Star Wars." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't get it. We're Stop really- flipping channels. I got, I got to. I don't see here for uh, commercials. <laughs> right, Come on. right, right. So I'm so excited for you for Andor. It's uh, it's going to be cool. So you saw some of the set leaks and all that stuff. Um, yes, I did. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Very exciting with the um, little hints about the uniforms mm-hmm. in the background. That's right. Yeah. So cool. And thank you for the person that sent me those leaks early, early in the morning before those leaks were even out. I'm not going to name who you are, but thank you very much. Um, and they live in Ireland. Uh, you know who you are. Those. Thank you. That was awesome to get those. Uh, but I think it's time now to jump into some boo bits. Now I have a bunch of stuff here, boo, but I think that you are going to cover these. I'm hoping you haven't seen my bits. I haven't seen. Well, I've seen your bits every week. You haven't seen my bits. Thankfully. So boo, if you don't have one, there there was a game that I had planned out called zeroed out. Uh, Let me just tell you what it was. I, I have three ridiculous clickbait articles. And I was going to have you guys pick which one was actually was a Mike, or... was actually a Mike Zero article, and it's going to be called Zeroed Out. I don't have <laughs> still do it. I don't have the I don't have the show notes. It was on my other computer. Then why don't we just do Naboo and call it Zeroed Out? I, I swear, when I was doing this, I was like, "This is pretty much Naboo." Yeah, <laughs> but we'll we'll get to Zeroed Out next Taking week. Take my shit. We'll get to Zero. And we're going to copyright that all shit. my turf. Wait, we do have a game for Catherine to play, don't yes, we? Yes, we do. We do. Okay. Yes, we definitely do. Oh, I'm scared. We might have two games Should for be. Catherine. We can't, we can't not just have you. Yeah, we got to let you play yes, something. First yeah. time, you're definitely yeah. going to play the flash round. And I kind of want to do overrated, underrated, which we haven't done in about two years. Um, but Catherine, I think we're going to do both. But boo bits, <laughs> let us have them. Dude. All right. So um, at this point, at this point, I hope that all of you have seen the. Uh, the Fast and Furious Fast Nine trailer. No, which not one? all of it. I haven't seen Wait, it. There's it a new trailer, Rod. Hey, yeah. This morning, yes. Oh, this morning, no, yes. I didn't know. Okay. I'm not talking to you guys. I'm talking to our to our listeners. Oh, to here. our listeners. Okay, yeah. Then I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, sure. By then, by, yeah, then, by yeah. then, yes. Yeah. But by now, whatever. Saturday. Did Future they go in time. space at all? You have to watch the trailer. Oh, if they go in space, that would be very funny. Uh, okay. So yeah, so everybody at this point, it. Uh, Justin Lin as uh, directing Fast Nine. He's also directed Jurassic World, and I think the second one that was garbage. I can't remember what the no, name wait, of that he one. Directed was. Jurassic World. What are you talking about? I, uh, I just Star Trek. Yeah, he also did Star Trek. But he did he, Star Trek Into Darkness. I think didn't Trevor direct yeah. all the Jurassic World? Jurassic did he? Park? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Trevor. I, I thought he directed mm-hmm. the first one. Well, what? Is this is not Boo right now. No, no, no. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. But he's talking about everybody knows. Everybody knows. He's talking about a Jurassic World no. Fast Nine crossover. Nah, nah, man. I shit you not. Well, why not? Yes, why not? Up, Come on this now. Is, this is his quote. Hold on. So this is actually something that I, I kind of dig. Just, just run with me here. Run with me here. Uh, this is his quote. Never say never. Part of our philosophy mm. is not to ever be boxed in or labeled. Although it is insane to mix Vin Diesel <laughs> and dinosaurs, I'll give you that. But I like that philosophy. Well, the philosophy is great. Yeah, but it's never gonna fucking but happen. The execution wouldn't be. <laughs> oh, man. 
when I so read it, I was like, that's are they By the way, shout it. out, shout out to Emily Lindo Lind, who has a podcast that's dedicated to, I think, the works of Vin Diesel yes. or or all, fa- yeah. all the Fast and Furious. Is no, 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 everything Vin Diesel, everything, everything Vin, Vin Diesel. They've uh, her and her co-hosts have gone yeah. over. I think they've tapped out on their Vin Diesel movies. So yeah, so I think she's done his entire film catalog. You know, ten years ago, UCLA or USC had a course of just all Keanu Reeves films. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so it kind of reminds me of that. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Those were good. So what is he going to do? Is so he obviously Chris Pratt would have to be in it too. Are they going to fist fight? Pratt's going to call some Raptors and he's just going to beat all the Raptors up and then drive away in his charger. No, they're going to race Raptor Chris Pratt. That's on top what of it is. Raptor, Raptor. Then, exactly. Oh, okay. and then I got it. And then the truck, the Raptor. There's a truck called the Raptor. Oh, the F-150. Yeah, the Mazda truck, yeah. It'll be literally like... Good one. Oh, and yeah, the F-150, too. Yeah, That'd be cool. Catherine's excited. I see it on her face. And then they end up in space where the Rock will power steer with John Cena. The Rock's uh, the president. A shuttle. Yeah. Rock's the president. Yeah, it's... Oh, man. They're gonna, it's going to be great, man. They're just going to, like, long toss a shuttle to each other and bat it into the space <laughs> the stratosphere. And then Gal Gadot will come back. <laughs> And then Gal Gadot will come back to life, and then we get Jason I, Statham I, running I around. This is actually shaping up to be a very, very solid <laughs> film. I'm in, boo. I mean, I know. Right? Yeah, you got Statham, Cena, yeah. The Rock, Vin Diesel, T Rexes, Spinosaurus. You got Chris Charlie Theron, Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, oh yeah, this is come like, on, let's do it. Dude. This is A list. Let's of just A-list. go for it. Let's ruin all their careers at once. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Legendary CEO. That's the, the production team behind the the MonsterVerse and a bunch of other movies mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, Josh uh, Grode says they have a number of ideas for more MonsterVerse films after Godzilla vs. Kong. Nice. That one is just for me. That's just my boo bit. Yes. Um, personal so bits, yeah. huh? Damn right. Personal bits is my fucking segment. I was like, yay! So yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, now, now on to some Tom Cruise news. Top, oh, Tom Gun, Cruise, yeah, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, now with these fucking release dates are killing me. Mm. They're moving around like musical chairs. Now it's going to release November nineteenth, twenty twenty one. Oh, yeah. So, so wow. that's a big because it was Thanksgiving gonna, Day uh, weekend. Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, so it was pushed to next year, I think July or something like that. Now it's been moved up to November twenty twenty one during Comic Con. Yes, San Diego. Um. Some more uh, Tom Cruise movies. Uh, Mission Impossible 7 is now going to release May 27th, 2022. Okay. And they're also filming that one and the eighth one back to back. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Great. He's like, just in case there's a pandemic, yeah. let me get, <laughs> get it out of the way. Yeah. Get it out of the way. Um, Netflix and Sony have signed a deal where all major 2022 uh, Sony films will release on Netflix after they finished their theatrical run. Right. So it's different than the HBO max one. They're yes. not going to, okay. not at the same so time. No, no, exactly. They're, they're not going to, they're not going to just take it away from the theaters and stuff like that. Once it's finished, it's theatrical run. It'll be on Netflix. This, but the thing you said about HBO max is interesting. This might be kind of like, uh, I guess maybe the future people signing exclusivity deals. Of it's only going to be on here. I think we get that somewhat now, but I think it might even be more extreme well, where you're only going to be able to see this outside of theaters on Amazon. That's you're only right. You're going to see this outside of theaters on HBO Max. You're only going to see this outside of theaters on Netflix or what have you, well, Peacock, whoever. I think this is a way of not pissing off 
the Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. Is we'll give you exclusive rights after, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Catherine, what do you think about this whole HBO max getting films right when movies are out? Are you okay with something like that? Or do you think at the end of the day, it's going to ruin go- the whole experience of going to a movie or, or movie theaters in general? Well, someone not living in America, sometimes these deals make things very complicated for us to see things because obviously different um, countries have different um, rights and so it can get very, very messy. So to get the HBO content here, we don't have a separate HBO thing. It's part of Foxtel, which is owned by Rupert Murdoch. Um, So morally, of course, we all have complications. (laughs) Right. I I get your moral complications, yes. One thing here is that we've, I mean, apart from in my state, cinemas have remained open. Oh. So um, they've they've been operating. A lot of them did it pretty tough, um, obviously, without much new release. Um, when cinemas here in my state reopened, um, they did put on some old films so I could see uh the original trilogy um, special edition back in the cinema. Oh, um, that's right. I did see Wonder Woman 1984 in the cinema with some very bad behaving people. So sometimes oh, that's your experience. Yeah, yeah that's all packed up to be. But yeah. I mean, things like the midnight premiere of a Star Wars movie, I'd always want that in a cinema, but nothing can replicate nothing. it. Absolutely. Nothing. Absolutely right. And Boo, I know you're a very big proponent of this whole HBO Max thing. You're like, in, you want to watch films in your house, in your underwear, with your shirt off. You say it with like a negative tone well, there, sir. Because I was no, thinking about no. you doing it. Yeah, you say it but, like it's an unfortunate thing. <laughs> but, but look at your experience with Godzilla and King Kong. Yes. It completely changed. I mean, it was a fantastic experience because you went and saw in the theater and it was IMAX. Yes. And the sound and the yeah. visuals. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. I, I've I've always been a major, major uh, backer behind movie theaters and stuff like because you're never, ever, ever gonna get the same experience anywhere else mm-hmm. with with anything else. This is something that is primarily built for the movie experience to be its optimal experience. Right. But not every movie I I, I want to see needs to be in theaters. Right. Godzilla vs mm-hmm. Kong needs to be in theaters. Right now, Mortal Kombat comes out later this month. Comes out Friday. Is it this Friday? I think Friday. Yeah. No, I, th- I, I thought it was the end of the end of April. Shit. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Great show going on. Let's check um, us out. Yeah, yeah. Crack team. <laughs> uh, but the, the, it comes out later this uh, month or week or whatever. I'm wondering, do I want to go see it at theaters or I just want to see it at home? Mm-hmm. That's the, I guess good and bad of it kind yeah. of thing so good yes. for you bad for them yeah exactly exactly okay, okay, okay. but you know but it, it depends if somebody else is like oh i want to go see in the theaters sure yeah fuck it I'll, I'll go but if you know there are certain movies where it's just me wanting to see this movie i'd probably i'd probably stay home and watch mortal Kombat. gotcha, gotcha so yeah gotcha. okay please resume oh that's all the bits oh okay i'm, I'm that's all your bits I'm, I'm oh i got bits without you you didn't even involve my bits. Well, because I, I saw your some of the, some of your uh, things in the, oh, show, the notes. show notes. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So I was like, yeah, go for it. Well, this is a huge one, guys. Indiana Jones Five. Mm-hmm. We have some big nudes. Um, some what? Big big nudes. I think yeah. I just said. 
Thank you for that. Uh, the most important one to me is that John Williams is coming back to do the score, which I thought. Whoa. Uh, yeah, which I thought he was retired after uh, the Rise of Skywalker, but evidently not. And it's been confirmed, and this was on Variety, that he will come back and do the score for Indiana Jones 5. And uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge will be the co-star opposite of Harrison Ford. And she is phenomenal. And I'm very, very excited about this all of a sudden now. Um, I know that we've been talking about how long this is taking and Harrison Ford's going to, if he's going to be able to walk around and run around like Indiana Jones. But hey, um, if he just stands there wearing that hat and that outfit and has that whip in his hand, that's all. I'm all good. I'm all good. Catherine, you excited about Indy 5? Absolutely. Yes. Super, super excited because, yeah, Indiana Jones, how can you not be? And yet Phoebe, I hope maybe she'll do a bit of script work as well because she did some script work on the latest James Bond. So that would make things even better. And I know Spielberg's not directing this. It's Mangold that's doing it. Spielberg's going to be executive producer. But Kathleen Kennedy and Frank Marshall are also being um, heavily involved, obviously, especially Kathleen Kennedy because of uh, Lucasfilm ties. But very, very cool. I thought, Les, you would like this one. Gundam is getting yeah, it is in a live action movie before Voltron, which good for Gundam, man. Good for Gundam for doing this. Um, but it's, it's exclusively going to be on Netflix. And Boo, you're going to be happy because. Kong Skull Island director Jordan Voigt Roberts is teaming up to do this um, with Netflix. Uh, so pretty crazy on that one. So Gundam, I'm not too familiar with it. I, I always thought it was more of like a Robotech kind of thing. Less Gundam, am I correct? You're not far off. You're not far off. It's just part of the mech, uh, the the mecha robot culture. Okay. So there's plenty of yeah. There's plenty of. Uh, versions so there's robotech where they transform into three different uh they can go from jets to hybrid to a full mech robot but gundam are straight out just they don't transform okay. think pacific rim they're the they're the basically the jaegers ah okay yeah, so so imagine what is it uh uh just normal warfare but everybody's using robots that kind ah, of thing. Okay. gigantic yes kaiju sized robots yeah Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. And there's variations on it too. So there's like global Gundam where they're like mm-hmm. each mech represents a country on the planet, and they have to battle for the honor, I think, to fight the alien invasion or whatever coming off or got coming it. against us. So got it, got it, got it. Cool. Uh, this is a really good segue, and I, I know it sucks for our listeners, and I probably will edit this out, but I wanted all you guys to see this. Um, did you guys get a chance to see the, tr- the Optimus Prime that transforms himself? I don't know. I didn't actually I see a it. video of it happening. Okay. Wait, what? Yeah, this is this is going to blow all your mind, dude. I felt so happy for Mike Pappas and like Johnny Grosso, who are huge Transformer fans, especially Paps. Don't toy with my heart. Here. I'm telling you, this is crazy. This is not a joke either. I know you guys think oh, this is going to be some kind of joke or something. It's not. I am going to actually show you it right now. Okay, hold on. Yeah, no, this thing's pretty fucking incredible. Yeah. Well, let me just play it for you so you can watch it. Look at this thing. Oh, shit. Oh. Dang. So you guys can't hear this, but it talks to you. It's 19 inches tall and you can talk back and forth with it. And when just standing there, it it does like the breath constantly. Look at this thing. Is it the original voice? It is the original voice. Yes. Wow. Dang. 
Oh, and it makes the noise. Look at oh, it. And and it moves. Around. That was my next wow. question. I was like, do the wheels work? Wait, you can ask it. Are we friends? Yes. Oh yeah, it talks to you. It it's it's like a Siri. So oh, okay. Well, well, well. Can can he just give me like inspirational quotes? Yes, and, he does. And just like every time I wake up in the morning, just tell me something. I'm telling you, this thing is crazy. But what's it's gonna so need rad. to be added is the the element where if you're in trouble across town, he starts speeding towards you. It does that. Less. It <laughs> he does knows it. your location and he starts speeding towards you. It mm. like hops in the air, transforms, and lands right in front of you. Like, what do you think? Leave my friend like alone. Less. What do you think something like that costs? Oh, that's easily five hundred bucks to start. Maybe seven hundred fifty. I was thinking five hundred, but I don't think so. I I, I probably three hundred, three fifty. Yeah, I'll take the middle 400. It's like Price is Right. I love this. I know. Uh, like 401. All I know is if Optimus <laughs> Prime is going to say he's my friend, I, I'd i rather have that than a lightsaber. Wow. Yeah, I think he does say he's your friend, and he mm-hmm. just banters back and forth with you. Like, if you go, hey, how are you having a good day? He'll just straight out talk to you about his day. I'll bid $1, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say 350 bucks. It's $700. Yeah, last you won. You don't win anything. Can you imagine if you were a kid back in the day, some of us old folk playing with that Optimus Prime as a kid, and then now, like Malik will be able to just, I'm not going to buy that shit for him. He'll be able to break it. Yeah, that's what he'll be able to do. Yeah, Yeah, right. But (laughs) it's just a living Optimus Prime. Oh, man. I just, I'm very intrigued by. Because uh, I used to do um, industrial uh, industrial automation and robotics and stuff like that, and a lot of programming and building. And I wonder as he transforms, what like this if they're using like servo or stepper technology to make the motor move the right distance, and if it just relies on torque to tell it when it's in place versus like little tiny limit switches to say, okay, the arm is in, stop running the motor. Because, dude, no matter what, there are a ton of things to go wrong on a build like that. And, you know, you accidentally drop it one time. It's bones. And because, like, I have the uh, uh, the premium remote control Dio from Target, the mm-hmm. most expensive Dio they made. So do I. That I thing yeah. is a turd. Yeah. So <laughs> it will not roll on anything. Yeah. And it flips, to, oh, it falls down constantly. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. If it's like you try to go in a straight line and it falls over. Right. Sideways. Yeah, it's drunken vertigo suffering mm-hmm. robot. You know what I but, call it when it falls down, right? Eric? I don't. Holy diver. I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> it's gone too long. <laughs> yes, a little yes, validation okay. there. For your Roddy James Dio fans out there. Okay, let's move on to my last uh, bit. I ha- I'm, I'm not popping your bits. I'm just using it put your bits back i will okay hold on hold on Raj. i have to interject here please interject quickly with my bits it, yes it, it's this episode so far that we've been talking is speaking to me that i have to tell you about an anime even though i know you don't like it we've heard about the bangles from you you're watching it with malik talking about dio mm-hmm. and there's an anime t- called jojo's bizarre adventure okay and the ending theme song well the for most of it most of the seasons, it's uh, Roundabout from Yes. Oh, okay. I like that song. Great song. Um, and basically, they are like 80s characters. 
named oh. after like 80s band. So in the begin like in the first arc, the main enemy is a guy named Cars. The Cars. <laughs> and his, his, his sidekick is Whammo, which is Wham. Wow. And then ACDC, which is ACDC. Right. So and in the season, uh, one of the third seasons, they go through Egypt and like he's dressed like Michael Jackson Prince. Oh, yeah. Okay. And like, yeah, you just I know, you know, but it, it hits all of the I'm down. I don't I don't just culture anime. deal, yeah. you know, like it's, it's there, man. And in the I, ending and the main villain is a guy named Dio. And that's oh, his that's thing. He's the, the worst person in all villains. He is the absolute worst villain oh, of all shit. time. Okay. Okay. And his whole thing is just like, it was me, Dio. Like, where can I watch? Where can I watch this? You can watch it on Crunchyroll. You can definitely watch it on Netflix. I think they have oh, a okay. season on Netflix. No, so. I, I don't dislike anime at all. I just don't know anything about it. I'm totally down to get into anime. Okay, I just, nah. I'm afraid it, to get into anime because then all of a sudden my whole life is going to be yeah, it's, it's next, gone. You know, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. So, <laughs> um, lastly, from Variety, looks like Lucy Liu has joined Helen Mirren in going to be the villains, both of them in Shazam. Mm-hmm. So pretty Ooh. cool like that like that that should be pretty rad love that movie by the way okay so before we play overrated underrated and the flash around with Catherine, we're going to dive into the falcon and winter soldier episode four Catherine, i you guys get that over there yes at a very civilized time of um (laughs) five o'clock friday afternoon Oh, perfect. Friday afternoon. Okay. Prime time, Friday night. Bad. Yeah, yeah. wait that yeah. long. There, there had been some daylight savings times. It had been oh. 7 o'clock, but oh well. Told you, Bobby I loves me. Bobby yeah. I loves you. You're right. What have you thought about the series so far? Are you uh, impressed? Are you liking more than WandaVision? Can you even compare it to WandaVision? Yeah, they are so different that I don't think you can compare them, that they're right. such different genres. Um I never knew I liked Bucky as much as I do. Me too. And Zemo. I love Zemo. Dance. All about Zemo now. <laughs> yeah. Les had the dance. I saw him last night do it. He has the dance down. And actually, no, no, Les no. looked like Zemo a little bit yesterday. Oh, God. He went out Here and he go, had a, a little free fur on the, on the end. Yeah. And he was doing the whole thing. Yeah. It was, uh, I was impressed, Les. I was impressed. Well, episode four was a fantastic episode. I, it seemed like I say that every week, but this one, um, well, if you guys, if, we're going to spoil it for you. Uh, Eric, have you seen it? I have, yes, okay. sir. For people that don't want to be spoiled, we're going to spoil this episode, so please forward maybe five minutes. We're going to dive into it a little bit and talk about it. I thought it was awesome. I thought that we saw things that we really never have seen in a Marvel type of movie film, especially with that shield. King Tom, what did it, what did it feel like for you to see that shield bloodied up in that fashion? There, there, there's been a lot of deep stuff in, in this series. And that knowing what it represented and the person that it represented before John Walker, that hurt to see. Yeah, it was. It was it was rough. It was rough to watch that. No, absolutely. Yeah. And Battlestar. We I I had no idea they were just going to off him. And I guess they needed yeah. for John Walker to flip. Mm-hmm. Man, I didn't think it was going that route at all. At all. Dude, I love this one. Um, I've really enjoyed it. I know the pacing seems off a bit to some people, but um, I like the character development. It, the The excitement's great, but I really like the characters. And I love Bucky. I didn't think I was going to... I didn't realize how much I loved him. Kind of the same deal. But uh, the way they brought this together, Aaron Kellyman kicks ass Jesus. in every way, shape, and form. Her getting to, you know 
act with the the main stars of the show and just the way she carries herself dude what's not to love zemo's great the the depth of the story's great the conundrum of whether the flag smashers are good guys or bad guys oh yeah that's or are they both because you know something that i always talk about is in most scenarios regardless of like super villains is that nobody thinks they're the bad guy Mm -hmm. and not in their heads you're right to, to them to the flag smashers like what she's doing now she is on this slippery slope where she sort of compromised some of her ideals to well i'll do this just this one time yeah. kind of thing you know it went from we're trying to help these people to now these people deserve to die there's nothing else you can do you know when she blows up the vehicle yeah. and all that yeah to now you know calling sam's family and threatening them even though she says that she wouldn't really do anything well she probably wouldn't have blown up a car and killed people intentionally either before she actually did it so yeah i don't know man that's very exciting i really hope that it can end with her alive yeah that's the that's the problem i have with them like i believe in what they're fighting for but i think they've gone over the line they can't come back from murdering people and killing people I just don't think there's any coming back from that on shows like this or storylines like this, even though I agree with what they're fighting for. Yeah, they've definitely got a point of, you know, everyone deserves to be housed, everyone deserves access to medicine. Um, And, like, it it was so traumatic for them to see, you know, half the world disappear. But, yeah, to see them come back, that's traumatic. And then to go from... Well, all of a sudden, yeah, we've got secure housing and everything to it all gone. And, well, why can't we continue those ideas sure, even yeah. after everyone comes back? Why Why is it that people are once again homeless? Why is it that once mm-hmm. again people don't have access to medicines? Um, they're Ooh, all yeah. noble ideas, but you're right. You know, you know that way of going about it, is is losing her friends because you saw even her close group with the flag smashers were not happy that she'd bombed that um that outpost. They were yeah. very unhappy with it. Right. Yeah, right. No, absolutely. And Eric, when you say you hope that she stays alive, I don't think there's a way um, well, unless they, you know, arrest her and keep her forever. I just think I think something's gonna happen to her. But what do you what do you think about that? You think she survives this thing? Mm, no she's gonna sacrifice her, herself somehow she's gonna do something she's gonna see what she's brought or somehow the power broker is going to you do, mean sharon sure whatever you know i don't <sighs> think so just kidding yeah no the power broker is gonna pull a power move and do something diabolical or something like that i don't know and so she's gonna have to sacrifice herself yeah no but it, it, her performance and all of this has just been Fantastic! Everybody's just been fantastic. Everybody's been fantastic. I don't think enough has been talked about with uh, Sam or Bucky, especially with uh, uh, Bucky at the beginning when uh, he has that moment where he essentially Wakanda. Yeah, in Wakanda, he breaks the Winter Soldier. He's no longer the Winter Soldier. He's he's back to being Bucky again, which was incredible. And then Sam 
his willingness and want to figure out a way in order to not do this with a gun in his hand or his fists or anything like that, or even be Falcon is just incredible to watch because he legitimately feels, I don't want to, I don't want just to be a, a tool or a weapon. I want to want to help somebody, you know, and, and, it, and, it, and I, I love the fact that they brought up the, or brought back how he's a, uh, a veterans counselor. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> and he was trying to use that. Yes. Yeah. And, and it, it was working. It yeah. was working until, yeah, you know, Captain walk, yeah, douchebag <laughs> Captain A-hole walks in. What and, a doucher. Yeah. Crap in America. Yeah, Captain crap. America. That's there a good is. one. Good job, That's man. a good That's one. Good. And his performance, although... Oh, he's awesome. Although he has been... Well done, Kurt Russell. Yeah, although he's been made to be hated, he is doing a fantastic job. So, yeah. so well oh done, Kurt God. Russell's genetics? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah no, well done, Russell's he, genetics. He, he, yes. doesn't, he doesn't look like his dad. No, he doesn't, but he... Actually, he does. He does. You there's a, there's look, angles dude, where he looks like Kurt he looks Russell. like Snake a little bit. One yeah. thing I, I think is weird is Wait, that here he no. is. You've yeah. got this guy. Really? He, he's got attractive parents, and mm-hmm. he, when he's got the the cowl off the the leather helmet, he looks. He has moments of handsomeness, but then in that <laughs> very first reveal of him, he looked like the old man from Up. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That was the nose. Yeah. The <laughs> it's so weird. I concur. I concur. It was Aaron Kellyman also said that sitting back and watching Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan throughout the series, right there next mm-hmm. to them, has been a masterclass for her. She said she's learned so much from them. I thought that was really cool for her to say. I, I saw that on, uh, I think, uh, it was Variety. Uh, Les, where do you think this is going? This episode five is coming up. Where are we going? I know we're going to have a battle. I mean, the trailer has them um, squaring off on each other, all three of them. I mean, it, you have no, you have no choice. Like, yeah, it's obvious. I'm, I'm going to say that this next episode starts with them either rushing him off somewhere to like, get him out of public eye, like damage control real quick. Let's get him out of here. They're probably, uh, he's probably going to throw one of them off of him and then they're just going to square up and they're going to go from there. And I mean, I understand what Sam is saying. He's like, we don't want anybody to get hurt. Like you need to give a shield. You need to, you know, you're gunning your badge. Like that's usually what happens. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you, you screw up. You're masking your shield. Yeah. They say, give it up. Yeah. Give it up. It's just, you're, you're grounded. You're done. But with that power coursing through his veins and, and, uh, I think it, he's still not mastered it. So he doesn't know how strong he really is. Oh yeah. And right. I, I'm going to say, I think this version of the super soldier serum is what is much, much stronger. Oh, because when you watch that little scene right there, uh, Carly and Bucky jump off the balcony at the same time. She nails him like she oh, torpedoes great. right through him, him against and the he's a super soldier, too. But she yeah. just blasts right through him and dazes him. And he's like, oh, duh, what? Right. And she bounds off. And it's like he's got this super strong version of this oh. and he's succumbing to the pressure. He's cutting loose his best friend dead in front of him one punch which God, is his fault in the first place <laughs> yeah, he's gonna let his he's gonna let his partner go in there i like battle star but then again lamar hoskins was trying to do the right thing as the moral it was center. it was mm-hmm. and yeah it's it, i think it's just gonna go all in i i'm more curious about what's gonna happen in martapur i mean madripoor and just- <laughs> <laughs> martapur I'm sorry, Keith. <laughs> no, 
That was the uh, honestly. Joke. I that. really am excited to see what's <laughs> going to happen there because there's so many uh, ain't like just so many offshoots they can do. It's literally where all the mercenaries hang out. It's where all the guns for hire. You're in the most like slimy criminals are have their fingers there. Kingpin even has like connections to Madripoor. You know, like you could go very far as to who you can link into some of this. And I think the power broker is just the beginning. And it, it could be Sharon. It couldn't. It could be like could be they could actually do it. Yeah. Right. But it could. I mean, they could amalgamate them, meaning just put them all together. But I mean, I would. I can't wait to see who the cameo is. Yeah. There's going to be. Guys, there's going to be a big reveal, I'm telling you, in the next two, one of the next two episodes. I mean, it's going to be, I think, not a Luke Skywalker moment, but I think it's going to be something big. Uh, By the way, I just booked the three-day stay at the Holiday Inn in Magipur. Got a great deal. <laughs> go on. Yeah, uh, Waterfront. Yeah, on Waterfront. waterfront. Yeah. Go, to, go to Kayak, all-inclusive. But, but did you buy the explosion insurance? I did not. They always just get in case. Insurance. It's only you six bucks. You yeah, but you don't need it. Come on, you, you never it. know, though. You don't. So okay, I, I'm going to throw this at King Tom. This is this guy's kind of a minor character, but mm-hmm. I think it would just tickle us if, if Razor Fist. No, no, no. If Razor Fist showed up, Razor. That would it would be a nice little appetizer, something to hold you over. Now, what if the Silver Samurai showed up, but he's the actual Silver Samurai, not the one from the Wolverine? See that. That always, I, I would just pop for the name because the, the, the difference between the two always confuses me. I never right. know which one is the real one and which one isn't. But just to have them say, although yeah. they would have to do something goofy with him, like just have him be some dude in a silver suit, like a business yeah, yeah. suit. Yeah, because yeah. this is, in case you don't know, the silver samurai is a guy in like silver armor with a giant sword and i don't know how they would make that look good for on on screen right that's just just us throwing some comic book yeah. x-men i love the idea of wolverine stuff you guys just got a taste of how the breakdowns feel <laughs> <laughs> except I'm, I'm the one i'm the one mispronouncing the <laughs> mysterious uh, island nation city me. nation well, great. I mean, I am very excited. Two more episodes left. Then we're going to jump into Bad Batch. Then we're going to jump into Loki, which is crazy because Loki and Bad Batch are going to be on on the same day oh. about a month after Bad Batch comes out, which is not going to be good for us doing reaction videos. So we got at the same time. We- Bad Batch comes out a month before Loki comes out, but same day. Like Friday. But there's going to be some weeks 14. where they run together. I yeah, think. that's right. Yeah. It's like a 14. So I don't know what we're going to do. But we'll figure that. Good out. luck, fellas. Yeah. How's yeah, Disney good. Plus servers going? Oh yeah, exactly. Disney Plus That's servers are already having question. enough trouble. At midnight, when we tried to watch Wandavision, it was a mess. It's just click, 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 click. Yeah, it was Refresh, refresh, refresh. Well, there you go, guys. There's your little breakdown of, of episode four, episode five, six are coming up. But it's time now for Catherine to play two different games. First one we're going to do real quick because we're going to do overrated or underrated. I'm going to give you a bunch I'm of stressed. things. Yeah, you should be stressed, Catherine. You're going to tell me if you think it's overrated or underrated. You ready? Yeah. Christopher Nolan's yep. Batman series. Rated. But, um, so I guess underrated. Star Wars prequel trilogy. Underrated. Star Wars sequel trilogy. Oh, look at that face. Feel it. Say it. Uh, you can say it. Don't let, worry. Let the hate run through you. Overrated. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Game of Thrones. Books or TV series? Oh, good call. Both. How about books? 
Underrated. TV series. Don't think about that last episode. Yeah, underrated. Okay, good, good, good. Star Trek. Underrated. Halloween, the holiday. Not really anything here in Australia, so it's overrated. Not- no. Oh, no. That's, the, that's my favorite it's, holiday. It's become a bit more of a thing here, but you don't really get that many kids, which is surprising because it's still daylight at 7 o'clock at that time. So it is actually good for trick-or-treating families. Okay. But there's some neighborhoods. Empire Strikes Back. Underrated. Beatles. Underrated. And lastly, Kanye West. Overrated. Overrated. Okay. This is like, why would Kanye West come up? <laughs> I'm just doing a five-minute cuff here, buddy. You are throwing Beyonce. a softball. Hey, Beyonce. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Beyonce's the last question. We don't, add, don't answer that, Catherine. Not yet. Don't do that to Catherine, first of all. And don't do that to Kanye. <laughs> Neither of them should have had to go through that question. <laughs> Catherine now <laughs> plays the flash round. Here we go. Han, Luke, or Poe? Han. Vader or Kylo? Kylo. Favorite bounty hunter? Din Djarin. Ooh, very nice. Favorite band or musical artist? Mm-mm. Crowded House. I don't know. I don't know oh, good at music. Crowded House. That's fine. That's fine. That is awesome. That is a good call. Yeah. That, yeah. Crowded House lead singer is Neil Flynn, right? Finn. Finn. Yeah. Neil Finn. Really good friends with Eddie Vedder, who's in my favorite band, Pearl Jam. They're like very, very close. Yeah, they, they do a lot of stuff. That's awesome. Uh, favorite cereal? Uh, I used to eat rice bubbles every day. Oh, say that again? Rice bubbles? Yes. So Australian version. So that's... Like Rice Krispies? Yeah. <laughs> rice bubbles. Yeah. I love do, it. Do they snap, crackle, pop, or do they do yeah. something else? They snap, crackle, and pop. And they pop. Okay. okay. <laughs> Didn't know if the conversion. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right, right. <laughs> if they still do it. <laughs> Crunchy or smooth. They do it backwards. Yeah, <laughs> don't eat peanut butter. Oh, you don't eat peanut butter. Okay, then no. Boo won't get mad at you for the for the answer. Well, the, the correct answer is crunchy, no matter what. But yeah, even if you don't eat it, it's crunchy. Tupac or Biggie? Tupac. That's no, fine. That's the right answer. Well done. Favorite cuss word? Fuck. It's always a it's good awesome. one. It's awesome. It's just, it is awesome. It feels good. Fits everything. Like fuck. Oh, I say quite a lot. What it used to be on Father Ted Feck. Thick. Very satisfying. Thick. Thick. Like yep. thick off like that. Yep. Okay. Yep. You thick. Okay. I like it. If you were to pick a planet to live on in the Star Wars galaxy in the universe, which planet would it be? Naboo looks very nice. Naboo is really nice. Yes. And Dr. Afro right now, they're in Naboo and it sounds luscious and beautiful. And it was. What would uh, your, your lightsaber color be? Blue. Favorite boy band? New Kicks on the Block. They got the right stuff. Favorite non-Star Wars movie? Uh, Monty Python, The Search for the Holy Grail. Oh, man. That's a good one. Leia, Padme, or Rey? Leia. Rogue One or Solo? Rogue One. And last but not least, Catherine, the most important question that I haven't even asked in a long time because we haven't done this game in a while, Beyonce or Rihanna? Oh, Beyonce. Oh, love Thank you very much. You actually did really well in this game. Eric, tell her how she did. Hey, Catherine, ace job, liking what you like. I mean, I think you only missed a couple. Well, there is no, there is only right answer. I know. The the best thing about this is that Araj was asking these questions as if American fare is just all over the place in Australia. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) Your favorite cereal. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, what are that? What is that? 
Well, it's interesting. Uh, rice bubble. It, it, it is. Yeah. It what? Is. What? Um, what are they called here? Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies. I forgot. I, I didn't. Did you grow up here? I was. Ah! Yeah, really. I was allergic to milk, so I didn't eat a cereal. So fuck oh, all of wow. you. Go fuck yourself. Go all go fuck yourself. I, I wonder if it would have been as big if they were called rice bubbles. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. <laughs> Catherine, thank you so much for playing that, though. Both of them. We pretty much forced that oh, overrated rated game on you. I don't know why we did that, but, but we really appreciate you playing the fashion. And we really appreciate you hanging out with us and coming on tonight. We had a blast with you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, yeah. We got to do this again very soon. And I cannot wait to see you at Disneyland in 2022. I'll we'll be all... the one crying. Yes. Yes. I <laughs> will. We we'll all will be yeah. crying and can't wait to hang out with you at Celebration going to be a blast this is going to be so much fun and it seems like things are getting a little bit more normal here i'm very very optimistic that we're all going to be together in the same place in about a year cannot cannot wait let the people the fine people of the sith list listeners all those crazy people tell them where they can find you and where they can listen to your wonderful podcast so on twitter i'm at katherine underscore name um that geek pods on twitter facebook and Instagram at that geek pod. Um, we're on you know, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, all the usual places. And yes, it's a bit sporadic, but um, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's fantastic. And you watch out for that Podbean. They've, uh, they've been nice. uh, I don't use music, so. Oh, you don't? Yeah. I, look, when it was sm- started, I originally did it with Andy. I very much said, Let's use not copyrighted music because I do have to teach a unit about copyright laws here at school. So, yeah, Yeah, I I don't want that $10,000 fine. Thank you very much. Right, right. Exactly. Between do you do you have any more uh, spots open in your class for a couple of people here? (laughs) Eric and I? (laughs) Between the shirts that went old and the music and episodes that went old. Mr. Eric Struthers. Missed uh, the El Hombre, the bandit. I forgot to even say those two things. Where can people find you? You can follow me on most uh, social media platforms at Eric Strathers, and I am boring on all of them. So, oh, yeah. you're not, Mister. I was going to say, speaking of boring, but I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at you, King Tom. oatmeal. I was looking at less, Mister <laughs> Gonzalez. Where can people find you? You can follow me on Twitter at lessismore 78 uh, You can also find me on this show here, The Sith List, and on our uh, Sith List YouTube channel, doing our reactions and breakdowns. And you can find him on the Kessel Run Transmissions, which is recording Friday, but it'll be out Friday. But you'll get to listen to it or watch it or whatever. Go back on YouTube and check him out. He's going to be great. Mr. Carlos Buarguello. You see, I'm leaving King Tom at the end on this one. I can see that. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. And I just saw Les's message, which is about half an hour ago. About which is uh, coming out on 23rd. Yeah. Which is really of- bad for us because we invited a bunch of people over this Friday or Saturday to watch it. Yeah. It's not going to work. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Mortal Kombat, April 23rd. There you go, folks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finish him. They all. That's oh, the- we got finished. Yeah, we definitely yeah. got <laughs> finished. <laughs> King Tom Chansky, King of All Pods. Where can people find you? Find me trying to be friends with Optimus Prime on Twitter at Tom Chansky, and then I do Patreon shows for Blue Harvest, The Bad Motivators, and Steel Wars. And there's an episode of you with Mister Sal Prowlis 
Oh, yeah. That came out this week. We talked yeah. about some Star Wars comics. It was a lot of fun. Anytime you two are together, it's a good, it's a good time. And I'm going to be on Rogue Rebels either recording tomorrow or Monday. So look nice. for that as well. You can find me at The Sithless. And thank you again for checking out our podcast. And please go check out Catherine's wonderful podcast. That pod. All that stuff will be on our show notes. We'll catch you next week on episode number 246 of The Sithless. There is freedom within. There is freedom without. Trying to catch a damage in a paper call. See the end of the road while you're traveling with me Possessions are causing me suspicion, but there's no proof. In the paper today, tells a war and a race, turning over TV to the TV page.
wait, hang on. Shit, I'm sorry. Hold on a second. It's okay. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Say that again. Rice.